Now, last Tuesday, you guys might have missed us. We had some things going on, you know, dad life things. But it is another Tuesday morning. You guys are listening in to another episode of Been There Done Dad. And uh, we missed y'all, man. We haven't uh, we haven't been as interactive as we wanted to be. I said work, life, holidays. And stuff yeah, man. On. This holiday season really kicked my behind. Man, Lord we are Jesus. not even to the holidays itself yet. <laughs> Just don't remind me, man. But with that being said, in advance, we do want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving because we know you guys will be listening to this episode before the holiday. Yes, hits. this is Thanksgiving week, and actually, we are recording this on my wife's birthday. Wow! Shout out to Christina, happy birthday! She is twenty-seven. Wait, what? Yes. Damn, I am the baby out of the group. Yes, you are. <laughs> God, I got no official here. I'm not that much older than you. Hey, I still got the best beard in the group, so it don't matter. You're the only one with the exactly. beard. <laughs> if you're not first, if you're not first, you're last. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Anyway. We kind of had a moment where we were bickering, kind of like we sounded like siblings for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> but it's actually a good segue into what we're talking about today. Because we're gonna talk about siblings. Those ones that get on your nerves, the ones that you might love to death, and sometimes you just can't even stand to look at them. We've all been there. We all wow. know how it goes. <laughs> well, hold on. Not all of us. Some of us are single children. There are some only children out uh, there, and shout out to y'all. Um yeah, y'all that don't know how to share, that um, that hogged up all the cookies, that um, had all the good toys because you were, you didn't have no siblings to share it with. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. Shout oh, out, holidays yeah. and birthdays for for only children. Man, well, to be honest though, like okay, so let let me st- just start this little conversation off. I'm the youngest of my direct family. I have a younger brother, but we weren't raised together. Shout out to my little brother, Brandon. He's a good father, has some beautiful, beautiful kids. Um, but I have an older sister named Brandon and my oldest brother named Chuck. My oldest brother is exactly 10 years, well, not exactly, but 10 years older than me. He was born in eight. Okay, okay. So, yeah, I'm, I'm the younger, annoying brother that always got him into trouble. <laughs> okay, and of course me, I, um, I'm the oldest. Um, I oh, dynamic. So it's just me and my little brother. He is damn. How old is he? He's 20, 20, 20 because he's born in two thousand. Easy to remember how old he is. Um, oh, and uh, I will say this: we were definitely in, in my opinion. Well, actually, you know what? Let me let me start off with you. How do you feel like you guys were uh were raised? How how was y'all's relationship? Well, okay, for a, a large majority of the time. In my childhood, me and my brother were with my mother. Um, when my brother was a kid, he was more so with my grandmother and my mom and his father. So he had kind of like a lot of things going on. Um, so he had a kind of a different upbringing overall than what I had. I had just consistently anger 
Giles Brown, you know, whatever her last name was. Uh, I can't remember what her last name was when I was a kid. Inger Brooker. Okay, go with maiden name. Anyways, um, my mom was, you could say she was harder on my older brother for, in, in terms of the man side of things. And she was harder on me for the academic side of things. Okay, so she kind of, it was kind of a, a balance in, in a way. Yeah, you can say that. Like, she she really wanted me to succeed in school, but she really didn't have to worry about me because I wasn't a class clown like my brother was. We were both clowns, but I didn't get suspended for dancing on tables. Okay, that, that is, that is okay, that's <laughs> a different level. I was just sent to ISS a lot. <clears throat> so yeah, so y'all, so y'all basically were about the same. Yeah, just acting a fool. Now, now for you, same question. Um, we, how was your? your, your we your started upbringing? off. Uh, first, of all, it, it was a little different for me because. We started off with my mom and he when she was with his dad. Um, eventually, I kind of broke off and I kind of went and stayed with my grandparents for a little while. So we kind of so we kind of mm. missed those younger years of growing up together, to an extent. Then you know, then him and my mom came down here and you know we all were living together at that point. So at that point though, we had a strong relationship. I was at all his baseball games. I was coaching his baseball teams. Um, we sit and play video games together, all that kind of good stuff. Like like how, how you would imagine it to be. But then I don't know what happened, hmm. but like a switch just turned and everything just changed. Now, question before you continue, when did that switch occur? Like was it a specific year that you noticed it or did you notice it after the fact that it was already a switch? For me, I kind of felt like just remember guys we do still we got jobs too so you know sometimes that comes in between this all right cutting that out (laughs) so um, I would honestly say that it probably started Early high school for me. So that's what, 2008-ish? Mm. And me and my brother are seven years apart, by the way, just to add that in. So 2070 is 20. Okay. Okay, so you and Christina yeah, are about she, the I'm same probably like age. Couple, I'm just a couple months older than her. So you graduated yeah. in 2012? Okay, okay. You, so you graduated. You you started high school the that's, year that I graduated. Wow. Okay. Think about. But um. Yeah, don't make me feel older than I already am. Thank you. <laughs> but um. What do you think? I'm sorry. And I I know they say you know when you get into high school you start to develop kind of your own personality and everything like that. But I was still I, I was still around like mm. me and my brother still hung out stuff like that. Um. I don't know if I think 
it sounds to me it, to me it felt like the parenting style changed for both of us, and I became more conscious to it. Mm. I, I was I was pretty solid at sports. I won't sit there and say that I was the best, but I didn't have people that were trying to put that time and effort into me, like I saw it be done with my brother. And my brother was a superstar growing up. Like he was that kid that was just like athletically gifted, like God given talent. You know what? Okay, yeah, continue. I got something to say after that, but. Wow. I was always, my grades were always top notch. Even when I was playing, like I was still good at what I did, but I just never felt like I got any recognition for anything that I did. Mm. Mm. Um, mm. One big thing I remember, um, of course, you know, we all got like the, the senior, what is it, the senior, the ELCT, all that kind of stuff, the stuff that we take to like, is it to become a senior or to leave you or like to graduate basically? Yeah. So the graduation test. Yeah. Good Lord, how the fuck did I forget that? It's literally called graduation test. <laughs> so I remember I passed it. And in like my like homeroom class, yeah. I had like one of the highest scores. And so I was proud of that shit. Like, I was proud of it. I'm getting to walk. I'm like, I know I'm getting to graduate. I could have graduated early if I wanted to. Like, mm. so I went and called. So, you know, I remember I went outside my class and I called my mom to let her know. Because I was excited and I had to tell somebody. And the response was kind of just like, oh, okay. That, that took Dry. literally all... Of like the air out the balloon, as they say. Mm. So then, from there on out, I started to pick up even so, more yeah. on how different things were. And now, I do want to add this in. To me, I'm not a money person, so it's not about what you buy me. It's not about you spending money. It's not about that. Because she did help me get like she she bought my first car for me. Thankful for that. Okay. But I just felt like there was always a disconnect. And money doesn't buy like relationships. That makes sense. That, that maybe that's love. a better way. It doesn't buy love. So doing something for me money wise is like, you know, thank you. I'm very grateful. I'm very appreciative. But when that relationship isn't there, it's not the same. Doesn't mean anything. It's just like an empty gift, and then, you know. Uh, I don't even know if I want to. Start. One of the hardest times for me was finding out that Caleb's mom was mm -hmm. pregnant with him because I was twenty-one. I had I just I was working at like Waffle House or some shit at that time. I was getting back into school, and I just kind of I didn't really have a sense of direction. And once again, mm. I remember when we found out, I was scared, but still excited at the same time. Because I knew based on how I was raised, how what my father did for me, which was, to be honest with you, absolutely nothing. That I had an opportunity to right that wrong. 
Right. And I remember going and handing her the picture of what is it called? The the, the sonogram, how is it called? Ultrasound. Jesus Christ, what am Ultrasound. I going through today? Yeah, um, and I remember <laughs> handing her the ultrasound picture, and I, the first words I remember her saying was, I hope you know what you're getting yourself into. And then just kind of rolled over and went back to sleep. Oh, wow. I, Are you serious? This, this is for, for anybody listening, this is this is my first time hearing this, this story. Um, Bro, they're are tears. you serious? It's something that I probably haven't even, I've never addressed to her wow. like a day in my life, but when I tell you that it stuck with me uh, up to this day, like that's one of those moments like you never forget in your life. Because my mom, my yeah. mom was, she had me in high school actually. She was 18 when she had me. So it was almost like a knowing that you were in my same situation. I, I was a little bit older, but why why that reaction? Right. Wow, man. Oh, I'm so and sorry. I think that right there was the true, true moment of like disconnect when it came to like me and her relationship. So you feel like you and your mother are are distant slash you don't don't have that ideal I guess I mean, yeah, the I mean, ideal relationship. It sucks because I I I I I get jealous at times. My um I, I, I look at like I look at some of my friends, I look at I look at my girl, I look at my girlfriend, like the relationship that, that she has with her family and stuff like that. And I don't know the backstory on it as much because it, it may not have always been how it is now, but I see how they are and how they've come together. And I see how other people go out and spend time with their moms and this, this, and this, and like, they just call to check on them, see how they are. Like, it's just, I don't get that to this day. And it, 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 it bothers me. And I think it's something like that. I have, I've never let it out before. But it's something that like shakes me to the core at times because it's just like you 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 start to blame yourself and be like, "What did you do? What did you do to deserve it?" Almost. See, and and that's not right because and, and to be honest, and how I feel about just just giving you my opinion and and want to talk to you as my brother, <laughs> my brother, my brother, <laughs> you. You are a hardworking individual, from my from, from everything that I've seen. We work, we we used to work together, you know. And it seems like like everything that you do with with Caleb, you know, you're you're a good father. So it's it just doesn't seem fair. And I know some people might say the world isn't fair. You know, that doesn't mean your parents can't be that alleviating factor. Like, they can be fair towards you. And that's, bro, that, that hurts me. Because my even though my relationship with my mother isn't all that great, 
Like I can't I can't imagine she told me that when when I um gave her the, the ultrasounds with Layla. Yeah. I mean and it it literally like it sucks literally all the air out of anything that you want to do. Bro. And and that's one of those things why like I said, that's why I keep to myself so much when it comes to stuff. That's why, like doing this whole dad thing, I, I don't, I don't, I don't go to anybody for advice. Like I really don't. I, I don't go to anybody about anything because that that one reaction sat with me for that long. Well, has sat with me for this long, and I haven't been able to let it go. Well, my, I know you don't ask for advice. I'm gonna give you just a a, a little bit of advice after this. You need you, you really need to sit down and talk to your mom. I can't lie to you and say that I haven't tried before. Even if it comes out like in an argument, it's still it's still mm. just never Okay, so it's never been something that's gotten talked about. But I also think because then we have, two, we have two different mindsets. When you I, I I'm I'm very Okay aware of the as a man, you, you you know, it's your job to, you know, you're you're supposed to be the tough guy. You're supposed to be the one that takes over everything. But I mean, I think that's still, but that still never means that you don't have emotions yourself that you need to let. Out. And right. when you don't have that, kind of like safe haven space, yeah. or like, and you can't even talk to like your own parent about it, it does bother you. Um, but mm-hmm. the, the the sibling thing played into this more because I was starting to see how he was being raised compared to me, and that 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 attention to detail was so high with him that with him like she and was, to this point now you can, you can probably say that he's spoiled to this day. So like that that's why I always said it's like night and day for me because you got a spoiled you got the spoiled child on one end and then you have me on the other and obviously like I said those are two different styles of of, of being raised and it shows more and more especially as I get older I start to see it and people can say you know oh, well you're older you know live your life you know let it go like I don't think people fully understand like how that how much that hurts to see at times. And and I and, and I'm gonna say this right now. I don't I don't give a damn about Facebook posts. I don't give a damn about all that posting pictures for social media, all that kind of stuff. All that stuff does not matter to me. That's that's not even like real. That's not reality. How somebody feels every day is real. Right, and that's why, like, I, I I try to when as a father, I try to take so much time to pay attention to things that goes on with with my son. That's why I talk to him. He's only five, but I can still sit and attempt to have a real conversation with him. Because sometimes kids will let out things that you don't even know at times. They may not express it the best way, mm-hmm. but I'd rather him do that mm-hmm. than to just act out. And then I'm getting twenty thousand phone calls from his school or his mom about how he's how, how he's acting. 
Right. You're right. It's like, man, to be to 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 be honest, to carry that with you for this long and still, you know, live up to the, the moniker of a good father. The good the good father that you are. The good dad that you are. You know, you're not just a father. You're you are dad. Like that makes you so much so much more stronger than I, I really feel like you you may feel that you are. So I commend you. Because it's it's hard dealing with stuff like that and having stuff eat you eat you up on the inside. Because our, our parents, I don't really I don't I don't think they understand how what they say can affect you, especially mothers saying talking to their sons. And I think that was the big thing for me because I didn't have a dad to go talk to about things. Like I had my grandparents, but I didn't have mm-hmm. a dad to go talk to if like me and my mom weren't seeing eye to eye. And 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 like I said, I I grew mm. up kind of in a household where like mm. the man is the tough one. The man is not supposed to not not supposed to have emotions, but the man doesn't often express emotions. And that's an old that's a very old school mentality. Yeah, but and, it's and still taught to this day. It sucks to be twenty seven and to just now realize it. But I rather realize it now, and be able to identify it and change it for my son, for Caleb especially, as opposed to mm-hmm. it just hitting me so hard that how do I say this? And then it starts affecting the things that I do in life. I mean, and it is a time, because it's it definitely so hard sometimes man. to think that you're good enough at something or that the room isn't talking about you Mm. in a negative way or that the world isn't just going to shut you down the minute that things start going good for you like it's it, it's it's very hard and it's a mindset that i've slowly grown out of and like shout out to like you like like you like my my uh, one of my best friend my best friends are always there for me like to my girlfriend like shout out to her she's been amazing for me we just actually celebrated a year last week so like people like I've built the foundation of people around me that help me understand like who I am and to look at me in a in a in a lot different light than what I had before. Well, Even to the point sometimes where when your child cries, you kind of get disappointed in yourself and think like what did you do wrong? So again. you said like you said destructive mindset to have. Yeah. But it's it's certainly hard to grow out of. But I would say being a father is one of the one of the biggest things that that pulled me out of that. Like just having Caleb around me when he is around me like it just puts me in a different mind frame. Nothing around me like when I said when they say nothing around me matters, nothing around me matters. And I, I'm pretty sure you had these moments with Layla where y'all can just look and just chill. And that's like that, that's that sense of like comfort that you that you need. 
sometimes when you have when you want to have those deep conversations with people, like yeah. I, I'm a true believer in that that phrase that family, like like you you pick your own family. Yeah, like you can build your own family with the people around you. Well, you know, you have a family that you're born with, and you have a family that you choose. And the family that you're born with isn't always the family that you choose, and they don't have to be. You know, sometimes you like the the people that you're born around. They're not. They're meant to be like the your blood, but the people that you you go through life and find, and that stick to you, like branches on a tree. Like you know, they're they're there forever. Yeah. Not just like leaves, you know, that come and go with the seasons. I think that, that was a right, one yeah. thing that I heard from Medea. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and that that's a that's a big thing. Um it just it's it, it's very and it's very nerve wracking sometimes to try to pick family. And then they then they kind of let you down and you just kinda then you just kinda like crawl back into your own like personal corner. Yeah. Because you feel like it wasn't well, I put myself out there and it didn't work out. I'm not gonna do that again. And so it, it's a killer mentality. And and I don't want anybody to get, get this wrong from what we're talking about, because this will probably turn into a two part or a two week, maybe even a three week episode thing. But oh yeah. Like I love my family to death. But there are definitely some things that I've seen with them. That I would never transition into me breaking off of my my branch of my family. Some things, some lessons that I'll carry with me for the rest of my life that they taught me. But it's going to be on my own terms and how I want to do things. Because the way I feel and how I have felt, just off of the two instances where I told you about the, the, today on here, I mm-hmm. would never, ever want Caleb to feel like that. That that That's that kind of like pain and like hurt. And for it to be almost six years later, and it still feels the same. Well, see, and on the flip side, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you this question. There, or I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a hypothetical. Um, one day there might be something that you say that you don't even think anything of, but Caleb is in a, a point where he comes to you and you say it to him, and he takes that with him in a negative fashion, where you didn't mean it in a negative fashion. He takes it that way, right? Is that your blunder as a parent to not identify that, or is is that something that the something that he could bring to you, and then you guys can have a conversation about? I think that that's that's where, like I was saying, like I said before, that's where that safe haven has to be created. Mm. You have to be able to ha- like you. You have to be able to let your children come to you and talk to you. Without you being, without you having tunnel vision when it comes to the what comes to everything, a lot of, a lot of parents' thoughts and they can say it. It's not, but I know, are already premeditated. You can mm-hmm. tell a parent you need to talk or start talking. Their mind is already made up on what they're going to say and how they, how they're going to and how they're going to say it. Not even as a parent, that's the human beings do to, that. To be honest, yeah, that, that's actually very true. So a lot of the times. Where you're thinking, okay, we're gonna have this deep conversation. They're literally just—it's kind of like reading off of a teleprompter. The words are already there. Mm. There's no sense of like genuine, like 
like emotion behind it. It's just it's like talking to like an automated like voice recording. Like I say one thing and that's gonna trigger one response, but it's not. But that but it's like it's not being thought about when I whenever because like me whenever I argue with somebody, whenever I have discussed something with somebody, I think about it. But I also know to go into conversations open minded because I don't know how someone feels. I don't know what someone's going through. I always think back to that scene. It was it in Thirteen Reasons. I don't know if you've ever seen that on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I only watched the first season, but. The girl going through a lot, and she's planning to kill herself. But she decides that she's gonna try to go to like her school counselor, and like he's gonna be like the last person, like the last. If he can talk me out of this and just talk to me and understand me, then I'll be good. You know, I, I can go on with life. Gets to the counselor's office. Mm-hmm. Counselor doesn't just kind of shoes it off with that. Once again, those automatic responses. Mm. And the girl go home, goes home and kills herself, and it's like it's see, simple stuff like that that end up having like long lasting effects on the, your life and the people around you. That's the thing about the generation, the, the generational like gaps that we have, because a lot of people, you know, our parents' age and older, are already stuck in their ways, and that's the thing that I, I really hope um, our generation and 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 in the future that we get rid of being able to be malleable, to be able to change according to, you know, the needs of your, either your family or whomever, because not every, not two people are the same. So you being stuck the way you want to be and in your mindset already dates you because the world is always changing. Right. So, you know, I remember, watching something and there was a, a mother that told her son <clears throat> she was never going to change. She's, she's, she's never going to change no matter what anybody says to her. And what do you do when you want to have those conversations, but nothing is going to change when, when you need your parent to be able to understand you and you, you guys come to a compromise or even one side, like the episode that we had before, um, one side apologize. Right. But you can't apologize if you if you don't think you're wrong, and that's never going to change. And and I think that that's one of the biggest issues too is, like I said, everything always plays and like plays off of each other. Like you said, the apology thing is one of the biggest things. So if you're not willing to admit that you were wrong, like I said, nothing else in that conversation matters at that point. Right. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. It definitely sucks. But that's just the reality of it. Like, once somebody already has in their mind a way they either feel about you or feel about a situation, and they're stubborn and Mm -hmm. feel like they're just gonna stick with that, the rest of that conversation is pointless. And and it may not be pointless for you because maybe you might just need to lash out, and not even necessarily lash out, but just get something off your chest. Get it off your chest, and. If you don't feel like someone's listening, it doesn't matter. Because, I mean, it's like you're talking to a brick wall. You, you can only punch so much, but is that wall going to move? And then at the end of the day, it's going to do more damage to you than the wall itself. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, there's nothing else I can say about that, man. You, you're absolutely right. I hope to any parents 
or from you know Gen, what I, I guess Gen X and 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 over, um, that listen to us, like take heed because we we are not just two guys speaking. It's this is a generational right. thing. We're not just talking out of our behinds. We're talking from experience, from not even just us, from other shared experiences with people our age. Like I said, we're, we're going to offend people at, at some point. We're going to say some stuff that people don't like. But, I mean, it's, it's stuff that has to be said. Because, like, like I said, this, this, is, this is our safe haven. A lot of people don't realize that. This is, this is what we, when we need to get something off our chest, when we want to talk about something every week, we come here to share those stories. Because, like we always say, we never know who's listening. You never know who, who is going through something similar, something different, who may have already been through the same situation. And it may help them get it. You never, know, for them. Story, you never know if your story is going to be one, the one that could potentially save that girl from killing herself, save that guy from 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 you know leaving his family and not being a father like he should be. So, guys, please don't take anything that what we say negatively. Please just be open to listen. We do appreciate you guys. We're probably going to pick up a part two to this conversation next week. Oh yeah. This is definitely a good conversation to have. Well, we do appreciate everybody listening. Uh, everybody have a happy Thanksgiving. Stay blessed. Parents, enjoy, enjoy. You're getting heavy for Thanksgiving. You're getting heavy for Thanksgiving. One or two days of freedom before the kids are out of school for the week. We got merch now. Oh, yeah. So there's going to be a link below in the description box to our Etsy account. So, yeah, we have an, um, we have an Etsy account. We have Two shirts and a, a, a hoodie. Um, the definition of a dad, and then the official BTWD um, been there, done that family shirt, and the hoodie. And we are affiliated officially with Amazon and Target. I'm gonna have those um, links in the description below too. So when you're doing your shopping for the holidays, especially with Black um, Black Friday coming. Get use our links, and we might have some, you know, some twenty percent off, thirty uh, percent off, you know, stuff coming up. So stay tuned. Definitely, and you know, guys, discounts is always good, especially as parents. We all we definitely know about how the discounts matter. Ball on the budget. <laughs> but we got a lot of exciting things coming, guys. We're putting in a lot of work. Jake, well, I'm gonna shout you out real quick while we're on the air. Just yeah, the, the work this man has been putting in. On this podcast, it's been wild. Like if y'all, if y'all <laughs> understood truly, like what 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 he's doing behind the scenes right now, like he definitely deserves all the credit. Ah, not all the credit. Uh, I only share credit. Okay, because we I couldn't do this by myself. I want I wouldn't want to do it with with anybody else but you, my bro. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. But we're teaming this, and you know what they say about teamwork. It makes the dream work. It does, and I hope you guys keep uh, following us on our journey right now. But once again, now we're going to officially sign off. Like I said, kids, enjoy your uh, enjoy your enjoy your holidays. Make sure everybody eats all your turkey and all that. If you're not eating turkey, I know everybody's vegan and all that other kind of stuff. Enjoy whatever food you want, but enjoy the family time the most. So that's definitely what this is about. But please be safe out there, because you know these these Corona Stop spikes asking, are happening. Ain't real, and where y'all so at? Lord Jesus, please but be safe. We're signing off. Thank y'all for listening in.